The following show contains spoilers for episode 6 of Survivor 41. Hello again. Hello. Hello again. Hello again. Again. Again, we're back. Uh, here we are again over at RNG Show to talk about, you know it, Survivor. Again. <laughs> uh, I guess, you know, there. this is an interesting episode. There's a lot of different things that are going on, and I think the biggest one, just worth mentioning right here at the very beginning, uh, is that no one actually went home today. Yeah. Thank which goodness. Which is pretty different. And honestly, I am totally okay with that. It's a nice change of pace. When they said two-part episode, I thought it was going to be a double episode, but now they broke it up between weeks. You're right. So, yeah, it, it yeah, is so not... now we need to <laughs> label this, right? Because we have our long episodes. We have our double episodes. So Half yeah. episodes. <laughs> so, yeah, is this a, a half episode? Is it this a, is a half long episode, it, I think is we it decided. Part one episode, because wouldn't a half episode just be like, you know, twenty minutes long or something? Uh, I think yeah. this should be uh, the A episode, and then we have a B episode. Either way, it's just it's just a half long episode. <laughs> this is getting convoluted. <laughs> Either way, uh, something different from Survivor, which you know, for the past forty seasons, uh, has always uh, ended the episode other than finales with uh well maybe not necessarily always usually somebody goes home in an episode whether it is from tribal council or a medical evacuation or a quit usually uh somebody goes home in an episode this time around i can't think of any other time where where somebody didn't go home yeah i don't think so it's usually the pretty like climactic type of uh ending i guess uh yeah it's the drama and i don't know how big brother does this you know just kind of branching out to other shows i don't know if they always have eliminations or not uh i I don't think so i think they do one elimination a week but then they do a lot more episodes per week yeah they always have eliminations but big brother also has the uh game-changing twists that are never consistent and are always game-breaking uh-huh well uh, on the survivor side, I think this is okay. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, it's like different. It's fun. And I still have something to look forward to next episode. Uh, and it doesn't really ride on the numbers just constantly getting smaller. Uh, and because there is no tribal council here uh, and there's only one challenge in the episode, we get a lot of time to spend with all the different people as they are in this now, you know, pseudo merge, right? Another sort Mm -hmm. of interesting thing they're doing here, but you know, either way, people are all still together and we get to see payoff from a lot of the summit conversations and new uh, people grouping up and getting excited or worried about the game ahead of them. Yeah. I think, I think collectively Luva got more screen time in this one episode than the entirety of the rest of the season (laughs) Uh, which is nice because you know they are now a relevant part of the thing especially with the um with erica's decision Mm -hmm. that that we'll get to later uh they're definitely going to become a (laughs) important part of this whole this whole thing um so actually getting 
to see them be people and get any kind of development is is a nice is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess starting us off pretty early here, we have uh, you know Jeff talking to us at the challenge as the people <laughs> are approaching. Talking Fourth about Jeff is back. How, that that was so fun. Yeah, talking about how this crazy thing is about about to go on, and what is happening here is we're not merging apparently but tribes are no more and this is essentially a reward challenge where the reward is <laughs> the merge buff a feast and immunity from the next challenge maybe you like in from that the first individual immunity <laughs> in challenge. that you don't participate in it you know it, it's kind of a lot at once <laughs> but uh, instead of splitting up evenly, we have two teams with two people left over, uh, being Nasir and Erica. Not uh, good for us. Y- yeah, yeah both, very... both people from the blockbuster definition, but we also have a lot of Lulu people, so what can you expect? Yeah, very... Yeah, the, the it was weighted heavily towards Luvu for sure, but yeah, very weird uh, this challenge... mix-up. Yeah, the... This challenge I thought was pretty cool. We got a, a big ball that they had to dig up. Yeah, and it yeah. it it definitely was skewed more to the side with uh, Deshaun and uh, <laughs> they're a little yeah more the blue team and Danny. And once they got to the puzzle, uh, it's kind of just it. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was a cool challenge. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I I don't know. I think last episode I feel like I got kind of negative on the show, which I still totally stand by. But I also tried to, you know, quantify that it's not just because I was like hating on the show or I think it's a bad show or anything. I was just disappointed in it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I missed last episode. Fill me in. Yeah, just I don't know. Like things were starting to feel like predictable, or we're just wasting a lot of time on nothing, and a lot of these advantages seemed really over the top. Um, oh yeah. And I feel like going into this episode, like I don't know if I just keep flipping back and forth or not, but this one felt a little better. And I know there was an episode yeah. earlier in the season that uh, everybody seemed to really like. I think it was either three or four, somewhere in the middle. It was just like a really nicely paced, good episode. And while this episode isn't perfect, I just feel like it was really fun to watch everybody interact after so many of these like very one-dimensional, short conversations, especially like on the Luvu side, where we just are not really getting anything of any value. Yeah, we we finally got to see some development of the players on Luvu. Mm-hmm. We see, yeah, which we've been missing this entire season so far. <laughs> we get Yase too, where it's like it's uh, told to us very clearly that like Xander thinks he is totally in with this group, but the group obviously uh, does not think of Xander that way. And then there's this really weird sort of triangle going on with Evie, Liana, and Tiffany, where. Like, Tiffany seems to think she's, like, closest with Liana because I I believe she was saying she doesn't trust Evie as much from last episode. Right. Yes. Uh, but Liana obviously does not hold much uh, worth in the alliance with Tiffany. Uh, and Evie has all these, like, new connections that they are making with the other players in the game. 
So just things like that. We got lots of interesting dynamics. Uh, we started the episode with Chantel and Ricard kind of having this fight argument thing. And after they uh, they merged, <laughs> Ricard kind of disappeared and Chantel, uh, of <laughs> course, took the, the main stage here. I would not be surprised if now that Chantel has access to people who are not Ricard, uh, that Ricard kind of just fades into the background as mm-hmm. uh, this woman alliance seems to be taking some sort of dominance yeah but there was there was another uh another little alliance that formed so it'll be interesting to see which route these players navigate the game yeah we got lots of uh interesting ways to go here especially you know and there's no merge boot really this episode and even next episode it's only gonna be half the people eligible um but so it seems like uh, what was Nasir, Xander, and Erica are all kind of different options here. So Nasir the goat. It's it's kind of nice <laughs> to see that um, it's not just immediately straightforward, but it like for a merge episode, even even if we're kind of seeing it as a two parter, um, I feel like it lacks a lot of the uh, excitement in a typical merge episode of like everyone coming together and then immediately trying to figure out like, okay, who's actually going home? Cause we get a little yeah. talk this episode, but there, there's so many different variables going on that like a lot of these targets might not really even be, uh, in trouble yet. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was going to say like, as an, as an entire episode, I think this serves as like that, that, breather that we really needed Mm -hmm. after the last episode but at the same time the it felt like kind of a mess to me because there's some like you know as you mentioned with like you know the typical merge experience all these people finally interacting and um relationships we saw like start at the summit blah 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 coming together it's all really cool um but there's like this weird feeling to me where like knowing that only some of them are really merged and like there's this weird, like, some of you are immune, and, you know, it, it's, like, it's not really a merge, but it is. Yeah. It's just, so... like, oh, even though it was, like, a nice change of pace and a breather and we get all this time with the people, I think looking at the game things that are happening, it also, it still feels very messy. Yeah. Uh, one, th- one question that did raise in my mind was, uh, because half of the players are currently quote-unquote unmerged um does that mean that the next person voted out is not on the jury the because they will be from the unmerged tribe yeah well the the merge i don't actually know if that has like a solid correlation with the jury uh i there have been times where they've merged and the first person voted out did not go on the jury mm-hmm. and i i don't know if there have been times where they have put people on the jury before they merged but i think it's not uh, always an exact sort of correlation uh right now there are what 12 people left in the game so yeah. uh if we end up with the final three a jury of nine i think makes sense in these sort of uh more modern seasons yeah. versus um, I think seven is maybe the more classic number, but with the more like open forum style, I think nine would probably make sense. 
Uh, I think in Cook Islands, they actually did have uh, someone voted out, and then the merge started. Interesting. Like, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, so lots of, lots of different ways for this to go. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird how they're kind of defining things. And a lot of these, uh, I guess, weird definitions, and it's not just our rules, right, but uh, trying to fit in like these specific descriptions of events in the show into uh, specific types of categories where, you know, for example, we don't really have like a rule for half of the people merged and half of the people in limbo, but, you know, mm-hmm. we're just treating it like it has been the merge that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's an interesting way to do it and it makes it very obvious who is kind of up for danger and who's not right. uh, at least like from the tv side visually it's like okay this person is wearing a buff they are like they're doing better than the people who don't have that yeah yeah it did create some like weird tribalism even with the like intermingling mm-hmm. and, and you know it makes sense too because um we have these existing relationships especially in the bigger tribes that now have sort of a like a weird division in them where you know some people who they might want to get rid of are safe and the people who aren't are in danger uh i think the biggest example with this one sort of comes up with uh xander in this episode um he does not win the challenge so he is eligible to be voted out if he doesn't win immunity but he has uh, his immunity idol, which could keep him safe because it's seeming like he's a pretty big target right now. However, mm-hmm. <laughs> Liana has the go fish advantage. and oh, I've been calling it the give me your lunch money advantage. <laughs> <laughs> That's really and good, too. <laughs> because everybody in the game knows where the three idols are right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Liana can kind of just like you link it from yeah, anyone. Can just lead the vote and be like, "Hey, whoever we want to vote for right now, uh, let's probably choose someone who has an idol or like Xander who has multiple advantages. Uh, we'll just all put our votes on him, and then when I take his idol, that's it. He just mm-hmm. can't do anything about it. There's no worry about splitting. Uh." Maybe in this situation, you know, somebody else catches on. We still have two other idols in the game. Maybe Nasir plays his idol for Xander, and then they get their choice of who they want to vote out. Would that happen? Probably not. But it would be a, a fun, <laughs> exciting way to kind of turn things around and blow th- two advantages in, a, yeah. in one go. Yeah, there, uh, there are, in my opinion, too many active advantages at this I point. Was gonna say that that this uh, merge situation really like uh everything's out on the table the problem yeah we we really need to get to the like get people to use their advantages so they're no longer in the game because we like at this point if if they just keep hoarding them we could end up with another situation where there's only one eligible vote out at tribal yeah so right which... now we have xander with an idol and an extra vote. Ricard with an extra vote. Nasir with an idol. 
uh, Chantel with an idol. And Chantel with an extra vote. vote. Uh, no. Oh, no, that's right. Ricard did give it yes. back. So Ricard doesn't yep. have yes. it anymore. Uh, Liana has the go fish thing. And uh, as revealed to us as well, uh, actually, before we get to that, we also have everybody in the game who still has the shot in the dark to play yeah. around with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, like, I honestly don't see anybody playing at this game. It, it, it might change, but like the vote is just way more powerful at tribal. Yeah. I feel like it could come up at some point in this sort of post merge, but before the numbers get too small, sort of uh, yeah, territory. If, if, if they do pull the rug out from under Xander, steal the, steal the idol at tribal. Mm-hmm. Like th- that's the only scenario right now that I, see the shot in the dark actually like being played yeah because this season. you know otherwise you're always going to have some sort of hope in a plan or at least that's how they should be playing the game no one should be kind of just left out to be like hey sorry like you're going home no matter what because they can just <laughs> they can just play that so if everyone's playing the game right uh you know somebody like uh i don't know like heather or something right who is being targeted you're still going to make Heather think that she is in the majority group. Yeah. Even if you're confident she does not have an yeah, idol. I, I feel the give me your lunch money <laughs> idol is like the best incentivization for the uh, shot in the dark. Yeah, because if, yeah, if your idol's yeah. already taken, then you're probably in trouble. Yeah, if, if, they're, if they're taking it from you at tribal then you know that you are in danger. Yeah, I guess the... it, it Does the paper say that they have to do it before or after the vote? I don't know. I think it said any time. Because my presumption would be you do it after the vote every time when you yeah. know, Jeff asks do you, if anyone has a an idol or an advantage to play and you go, oh, me. Hey, Xander slash Nasir, give your lunch well, money. You, you only get to pick one. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm saying they would pick either. Oh, yeah. Xander or Nasir. But I'm try- if yeah, they I'm do trying that, to then read the you paperwork, just like... But I am not quite seeing where it specifies the timing. I think it's covered up by the subtitle. Mm. Yeah, because if you can do it at any time, then you just do it after, and you still don't have the chance to uh, use your shot in the dark. But if both people stand up at the same time saying, like, hey, I want to play this... How how does the timing work for that at tribal? That, that's also true. If Xander is a little faster, right? Mm-hmm. If this is a little yeah. faster, I think as soon then... as he goes to play it, then it's in play. Yeah. So I feel like makes sense. You know, I don't know. I feel like they could ask this any time, but we'll see how it how it plays out. Uh, I, yeah. am, I am I wow. As I look at this uh, paper, though, it does mention uh, last time you can use it is when there are six players left in the game, which, um. You know, it makes me think whether there is any utility in holding on to this paper uh, until it might be a little more relevant. Because sure, you could knock Xander out now and you get an idol out of it, but then, you know, you've blown your advantage early when there's still so many different options and everybody is going to know that you have an idol. So if you save it for, like, the final, you know, seven, six, and then you still have time to play your idol... 
you might get a little more mileage out of it, and you could get a little more of a higher threat target out of the game. Yeah. So they, they could work the traditional like blindside route on Xander because there are a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, it, it, it'll be very, very interesting to see how things play out. Uh, it's a little fuzzy on me, but wasn't Liana like really being like, oh, I could steal a uh, idol from Nasir, and then wasn't it like Shane's like, or Xander? Mm-hmm. As in, yeah. like, Liana's like, I'd rather take it from Nasir than Xander. Like, yeah, I think I have no idea. I feel like there's a little <laughs> bit of tension there. Yeah, there's this also yeah. sort of interesting, uh, I guess, scenario where, and it kind of got spelled out a lot last episode, but it's sort of this difference between like the loyalty versus the threat level or just the other options in the game. Because for Yase, even though Xander has a bunch of advantages, right now it he just seems like he's still staying pretty loyal to this group. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it could all be just an act. But from our perspective where we have sort of everyone's side of the story, it seems like if they just put in a little work, like they could really keep Xander roped in. Um, but I, I don't know. It just seems like they're not trying that hard to keep Xander close. Yeah. There, there also was a little bit of tension with, uh, Liana, Shane, and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. when Liana spilled the beans right in front of Tiffany about that advantage. So, well, Chantel now... spilled it, but yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and so now Tiffany kind of doesn't trust liana so it'll be it'll be wild yeah and liana doesn't really trust trust tiffany either (laughs) so yeah Mm -hmm. no i don't know what tiffany is up to also just another one of those moments where they give up their information by playing bad and tiffany goes i knew it i knew it i knew you had the thing and i'm just like yeah and going into the immunity challenge next week if it is this this non-merged tribe um i think xander he might be a favorite to win it out of this group but at the same time he did get kind of beat up in the last challenge yeah and especially they didn't get too much uh food to eat they just got a little bit of rice and you never know what these challenges are going to be uh, you know, Xander is obviously pretty physical in this group, but yeah. you know, it could always end up just being one of those like more balanced type things that he might not quite be the best at. Yeah. Uh, so let's yeah, let's go ahead and break this open here. Uh, we get to the end of the episode, and you know, throughout we've kind of been teased about this advantage. Erica is going to get that will have this game changing unprecedented, unprecedented power in the history of this game. Uh, I want to throw a quick shout out to the game within the game. It, okay. Because if you do it while the episode is airing, I guess spoilers are completely on the table because I did it during the commercial break after it showed up, which was at like 40 minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. And it completely spoiled the end of the episode for me. That's what you just oh can't watch Jeff. Uh, the, Why are you watching Jeff? Yeah, Jeff is yeah, not a spoiler free man. From like the first episode, when you put in the first scramble, he's like, all right. He always starts with all right. 
all right yeah uh, <laughs> here here's a strategy scenario from the next episode as soon as he said that i exited but out he's, and i have he's never usually watched again. <laughs> he's usually very vague with it uh but this time he legitimately just explained the whole twist and gimmick with the advantage and like I'm waiting until the end of the episode the rest of the season to play the game within the game just because, like, that was so openly spoileridge that I'm like, okay, now it's not a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And the the people I was watching with, I just kind of had to be like, yeah, don't play it, and I'm not going to say anything. Let's see. While we're here, what was the, uh, the game within the game this week? Um, it's not showing me the picture on the. Can website. I have your jacket? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a reference to uh, Angelina and Natalie, and yep, uh, jackets and eggs. I think was the the episode. It was. Uh, I I don't know. It's kind of funny to see Survivor be uh overly self-referential. They've always kind of had a little bit, uh, especially earlier in the season. We had uh, JD sort of talking about like woo and uh you know every season it seems like references russell hansen in some way um but it was sort of fun to see uh a game like this especially i don't know just a fun like recent uh sort of phenomenon that's it's different and it makes sense because a lot of these have been kind of related to survivor some of them kind of not uh, the scramble for this week was tent. <laughs> it sure was. Oh, it was T-net. Nope. Uh, yeah. Tent. So. Darn. Don't. Out. Do you think. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too hard about this. Do you think by the end of the season, like, these these scrambles aren't going to mean anything? I feel like they're not. Looking at what words we have, I really feel like they're not. Like I thought there was going to be one big scramble at the end of the season, combining all of the words into a sentence. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. That's what they said. Is that what they said? I, don't know. I know we've like we've mentioned that, but uh, I think I said this last week, where it's like we're getting at the point where I like I just don't see how these words will like connect anymore. We're, we're only halfway though. Yeah, there's still like five more words and we're only talking about words we're not even discussing the letters <laughs> that's the only thing i can think of is just it's like every, all the letters every letter word. turns into one big sentence one big phrase you gotta unscramble it hmm. possibly notably also the scrambles go up to episode 11 and there are 12 game within the games so who knows if they'll like update the website at the end but i feel like they probably won't. Okay. Yeah. So let let us moving, go back to Erica. Moving on to the twist. Yeah. So uh, we get Jeff, and he's step, pulling he's up, he's stepping out of the boat on Exile Island, or at least this tiny little shore they're calling Exile Island, uh, with this astronomical it, power, and you know it was an official return to quote unquote Exile Island. So. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, I just have to, I guess, brag a little bit here. As soon as he's getting to go, I'm like, <laughs> you know what? She's going to get time travel. She's going to be able to <laughs> go back in time and change the course of this game. You know, haha, yeah, funny. Yeah, as just walking dude, up, dude, he dude. goes, <laughs> I'm giving you the ability to go back in time. And I was like, haha, good one. 
That's a good and joke. Then he continued and then he pulls and out the hourglass. Pulls out an hourglass, and I go, "Uh." We're like, "Okay, that's funny, but this is probably just like a timer or something. You have to do something within a certain amount of time." And then he's just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you get time travel." <laughs> Jeff has invented time travel for Survivor season forty-one. Insane. Jeff has. Way too much power. Yeah, so there's so much he, potential. He is here. the monster they were alluding to. Yeah. So does Erica <laughs> get to go back and like, uh, like reverse the results of a tribal council, or that's what I or thought. Reverse, you know, something that's happened like throughout the game, like maybe a reward challenge, or you know, something like that. Uh, <laughs> instead, the uh, limitless power of time travel, uh, just doesn't. Uh, it just doesn't seem that impressive to me uh essentially is this is more of a like reverse card sort of situation yeah the the uno reverse card where yeah uh, more accurate uh, something like that basically everybody who just won that previous challenge that happened this episode uh they would no longer be immune next episode they would have to uh, remove all of the food that they ate from their stomach yeah, and they give it rip to the it other from group. the stomach. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they would then have to compete. So really, like, I don't know. It, it, not a lot happens, but uh, the real benefit here for from Erica's perspective is that she would also join the group who is no longer vulnerable next yeah. episode. Yeah. So. The qu- question here is, if, like, that is all it's changing, I feel like there is just not any reason to not yeah, hit that's what the I'm hourglass. Thinking as well. Well, Especially because Erica is already feeling like she's at the total bottom right now. Uh, it's just like, you know, you get to live another day. Uh Wait, it's is she, true. Do we know that she's immune from this? I uh, assume yes. so because she would. Because yeah, she's would quote unquote su- part of the other team. Because they chose Nasir, so I'm assuming yeah. she would not have to compete in the challenge. Right? No, I think sure. she's she's with the other. Otherwise, fight. then there wouldn't be any reason to hit the hourglass because then you're just making people upset for no reason. And if you hit it, yeah. you're making people upset but you're still immune, right? It's kind of like when we have these uh, family visit challenges where it's like, oh, are you going to keep your family member here or are you going to give the other nine people their families, right? And you have to give the people their families every time, uh, even though that's what people expect you to do no matter what. And if you don't do it, then they'll just vote you out because it's a good enough reason. In this scenario, Erica's already at the bottom. Everyone, or a lot of people at least, are already trying to get her out. You know, you might as well do this, but... I feel like Jeff would have said something, but... Either way, you know, for what he is touting as such, like, an impressive uh, advantage here, it's just not that great. But maybe it's just because he, like, set my expectations too high. Uh, I still think it's an interesting twist, and I'm excited to see her smash it and for the uh, <laughs> ramifications, consequences of that. Uh, the ramifications <laughs> are Survivor Twitter is going to go at her like, you ruined the game. <laughs> but, you know, I think... Oh, the the Reddit is already on fire. 
I I oh, think yeah. this is in you know, I sort of I think I said like if we're going to go over the top with advantages, like let's do it. Let's have fun with it, but let's not make it unfun where it's just like we're getting the same like a bunch of extra votes or like the go fish advantage. I still really am not a huge fan of just because of how the game is set up. You know, I'll say this a million times, you know, you have three people, they have to declare they have an idol essentially in front of everybody. And then you give the advantage that says, Hey, if you happen to know who has an idol, you can take it from them. Uh, that is just not fun, I guess, but this is like different and it, it's interesting, right? A lot of people who it's felt unique. comfortable in all the planning they've done so far is just kind of out the window and suddenly they have right. to recontextualize all of their, uh, you know, decisions so far. I think it's an interesting way to sort of shake things up without being incredibly overpowered. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right that Nasir and Erica would like swap immunity here, but even if that wasn't the case, and maybe this is just me, I think I hit it anyways, if I'm in Erica's position, even if I don't become immune off of it. And maybe that's just because I'm, spiteful as hell but (laughs) like it's like you said if she's already on the bottom right smashing it doesn't put her any more on the bottom group already prefers nasir like they aren't going to choose erica at any point so if you smash it then maybe that wins you points with the people you just gave immunity and as opposed to trying to you know kiss up to the people that you already know you can't really do anything more I think, to getting yeah, good with. I think it makes a lot more sense. And I get that she has to like think about it and think things through, but it would have been really cool for her to just like smash it right in front of Jeff while he in was front still of Jeff. there. Be like, yeah. let's <laughs> do it. Let's go. And Jeff will get mad like, no, our cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is this like hourglass time travel advantage um it's just it's just the trolley dilemma uh mm, no <laughs> no it's really not uh i think you it's i think it's neat change this ultimately. but you affect more people but you don't affect what the trolley problem you can save one life yeah but by doing so you kill five people yeah you could save five people and kill five people or six people but Do one nothing. of them is herself this is not the trolley problem i want to make it abundantly clear this is not the trolley problem <laughs> uh, it's more of a do you intervene or do you let nature run its course <laughs> you are standing yeah you are standing on a railroad a train is coming towards you do you step off the railroad <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, a good episode across the board here, I think. Uh, a lot of it is, you know, camp life and discussion sort of thing, which I think is is all neat. We get a little more balanced time with uh, some of these groups we haven't uh, gotten yet, and yeah. it's just interesting. It's cool, but. Yeah, Erica really grew on me this episode because she hasn't really had a chance to, like, be on camera that much in this game. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really know a whole lot about her. But after this week's episode, I think I think she's great. 
Yeah, it's she's pretty cool. It's neat uh, when they show us people and they turn out to be enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I do think it would be funny though, um, if you know she has this whole confession about how like yeah this sucks but I'm gonna come back into the game afterwards and I'm you know I'm ready to fight and blah 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 and then she comes back into the game and immediately goes home because that's what I'm fully expecting to happen assuming you know she's not either not I mean this episode or just you know the episode after but I feel like that's the yeah it's sort of like the uh the Matt situation in Redemption Island where he fights his way through makes it back into the game and then is voted right back out onto it uh because uh, and and it's not like it was a like a schoolyard pick and erica is just the absolute bottom you know it was just a choice between her and this year but uh i don't think anyone is really going to go to bat for erica because no one on her tribe really seems to care too much about her and there's no reason for uh Yase or Ua to pick her up. So, yeah. I don't know. Things just aren't looking great for Erica. Like, she gets this hourglass thing, but how long will she really be able to last past that? I don't know. Probably not long. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, I don't know. What It's hard to tell, especially before they go to tribal, but it looks like, you know, we sort of have this group of, like, Deshaun, Nasir, uh, maybe like Ricard, Xander, Danny. We really just have like a, a guys versus girls thing going on here. In, in, well, one of them is. It's Yeah, we, it, there's like lots of little groups, but I think that might be the story that they end up trying to tell us, even if it's not where everyone's head is exactly at yet. Because I think that the main the like tightest alliance that we're probably gonna get here is the um Chantel Leona Deshaun Danny four. Yeah, I I mm-hmm. did enjoy them getting together and kind of pooling together to Right. I totally forgot about that this, side. Yes. Yeah, create yeah, yeah, yeah. the like diversity forward kind of alliance which we haven't really seen in the game. You're right. I did forget about that particular group uh they are definitely set up especially especially because that is Chantel's alliance yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep however it does also seem like a pretty solid group of players <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> but either way yeah. there's it's just it's nice there's lots of little like offshoots and groups and alliances here without yeah because we also had like we also had nasir and xander having like a very direct conversation that we were shown for some reason mm-hmm. um and nasir seemed pretty like he was growing up with with xander he's like i got your back homie yeah yeah which seemed kind of out of nowhere isn't it near where it seems like he doesn't have too many like close connections uh but he's definitely he's like a really interesting character so far where he seems pretty relevant uh but we like haven't quite found out why yet you know so we'll see what happens with nasir 
But one interesting food for thought to think about mm-hmm. is uh, there are twelve players still in the game. Yeah, right. We have five episodes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's gonna get real fast from here on out. We have reached the tilt. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. So what we have, so we, have we have a boot at seven, and we go to right eleven. 11. Right. Then eight is ten. Yep. And then nine. Nine, nine is nine. And then ten is eight. And then eleven is seven. Seven. And then the finale is six, which it has been. Is there a twelfth episode? Yeah. Oh. I thought there was only 11. No, so on, I guess just basing this off of the game within the game, uh, there are 11 scrambles, but there are 12 rebus puzzles. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming that 12 is the finale and there's no scramble because Jeff will not say, all right, here's the scenario from next episode. He, all right, here are the three people you can choose from. Or two yeah, people. He'll say that in episode or 11. Or two people. Say, all right, we got the finale coming out. Now let me ask you this question about Final Tribal Council. <laughs> if you oh had Tiffany, Ricard, <laughs> and Heather in Final 3. <laughs> if you were a jury member, who would you vote for? <laughs> yeah. So I think we're on track for a, a normal uh, okay. finale schedule with this sort yeah, of break. The, the pacing does seem more reasonable now that I know there's a 12th episode. But who knows? Maybe we do like another double boot and then another part one, part two deal. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know if that would happen. Yeah, I, I'm sure Jeff has more twists and turns planned. Yeah, it, all, it only goes up game. from here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any uh, closing thoughts on this episode before we move on to the points? Um, the only thing is that I know we went over there would be a nine tribe or nine jury members, but we've recently had ten jury members in recent seasons, which would mean final two is still possible. True, maybe that is true. But this I... is drop the four, carry the one. Maybe we just have six people at the final tribal. <laughs> Who knows? Jesus that Christ. That is possible. Okay. I, d- I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, overall, I, I would I, like them to see see them return to final two. I, I think or, it's more balanced. But... Or drop the jury. America's going to vote. <laughs> oh, no. Truly. Oh, no. Yeah, overall, I just say, yeah, it was, a, it was a nice, slower-paced episode that felt more like, you know classic survivor but at the same time as i mentioned when you think about the actual gameplay elements at play it still doesn't really sit right with me mm-hmm. um so it's in a weird spot i still think overall it's a good episode but i think i'll have to wait and see how things play out before i decide if if the season has won me back over yet. Yeah, I don't know. We're kind of like in mid-season here, right? Hitting the merge. I don't know how, how I would rank this season yet relative to others. Uh, it, it's weird. Certainly it is more like engaging or interesting to watch yeah. than some of the worst Survivor seasons. Yeah, so far I'd put it probably in the top half. Okay. Eh. I don't know if I would... 
if I would end up there, but I'd have to kind of like look at my list of all my rankings and figure yeah, out where it but, makes the most sense. But right now it's like somewhere in the middle. That's fair. I don't know. I think I was hyped up on Ghost Island like pre-merge. <laughs> yeah, that that that's true too. Like the the entire second half could just be ridiculous and tank it as well. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility, but I don't know. Uh, all of the cast I is very likable this season. I I, I like the I cast a lot. Oh, I don't yeah. think there's anybody I dislike. <laughs> well, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> well, I don't know if I agree with that one, but <laughs> I do agree that the cast is really it's, really good, yeah, which is part of why cast. it's so disappointing that the gameplay is such a mess um because i want to see these very you know clearly very smart players for the most part um play the game and interact with each other not play the game and interact with each other's advantages and that's kind of it that's kind of why i like this time travel advantage too because it's not uh going to end up in a very specific result uh but it still kind of pushes people to like work on their feet and everyone who thought they were safe is now going to be vulnerable and there's going to be plenty of conversations about how the vote is going to sort of dance around to that Mm -hmm. yeah i think as the i I don't mind the actual advantage itself i just think it's the whole build-up to it being kind of underwhelming is hilarious yeah but i think the the actual advantage is like you said, because it's so open-ended, uh, is interesting. So, thumbs up on time travel. Yeah. All right, let us go to the points. So, all right, this episode, um, some things going on, but compared to others, uh, relatively tame, especially because we just had this one challenge, which we are going to treat as a reward challenge because it really just makes the most sense that way. Uh, But special notice, uh, even if not everybody has merged, this is still after the merge. (laughs) So everybody going forward now is going to get two points per episode instead of the one they were getting before. Uh, So that makes a team like Blockbuster Definition much more valuable because they're getting double the base points per episode and we get episode seven yep and nobody loses anybody this episode so just bunch a bunch of more points to go around uh so mm-hmm. reward win uh we gave this to deshaun ricard danny sydney and evie everybody who was on that blue team uh they got the reward and uh advantage find points goes to erica because she got this hourglass uh no vote in safe this episode because there were no votes and Mm -hmm. no advantages were played which uh i guess while we're here when erica smashes the hourglass does that count as playing the advantage i think so because there's no other does it also count as successful advantage no because we have specific rules for what successful advantage means darn so assuming erica uh dons the hammer next episode then we're getting a couple extra points out of her before her departure uh yeah so not much going on uh though in fact uh how our teams were kind of split up is no one was 
heavily favoring the blue or yellow teams. Uh, Blockbuster Definition and the friends we made along the way each had uh, two people on the blue team. And Flamebog Empire had, I guess you had three people on the, the yellow team. So you actually you were pretty heavy that way. Uh, oh, so are we. What am I even talking about here? Regardless, uh, <laughs> you are losing your in this result. Mind, dude. In this result, the blockbuster definition and the friends we made along the way. This is ultimately the point I was going for. Got six points each, and the Flame Pog Empire got three points. So, of uh-huh. the two results, this one was the most balanced. That is the that's that's what I was going for, uh, versus the other way around, where uh, it also would have been pretty balanced except for the friends we made along the way uh so that's how that turned out uh interestingly uh friends we made along the way uh managed to pass the flame pog empire in points this episode by one point uh second place baby we're on our way it's the first time that's happened (laughs) since episode four but also the second time it's happened oh uh Blockbuster Definition, however, continues to uh, do well almost every episode for some reason. And we got 19 oh, yeah. points. Uh-huh. For I reason. think it just comes down to numbers. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. when we're in this post-merge part. You know, we're going to be getting less of these, like, group immunity challenge, group reward challenge yeah. wins. Uh, and it's relying a lot more on how the advantages play out and if people can just stick around and win challenges. And now that we're here with most of our players, uh, you know, Ricard doesn't have that extra vote anymore, but, uh, you know, we got Nasir and Xander. Xander has two advantages. He probably won't get to use both of them. No. <laughs> uh, the friends we made along the way will probably steal our idol and also our points associated with that. But, you know, we'll get points for oh, Erica. Yeah. We'll get points for Nasir. Who knows what happens with Xander. Uh, so a decent setup going forward, but... Never know. We could lose five people in a row. Like mm-hmm. Xander, Erica, Nasir, Ricard, I feel like are all very uh, volatile people. So Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say now's probably a good time to mention that uh <laughs> looking at the people that are left, right? Uh you know, jokingly at the beginning of like every episode once everyone but Blockbuster Definition were losing people you would say that, well, what if we just lose everyone right after that? But looking at the tribes now, it really feels like that's mm-hmm. like a tangible possibility because going into this episode without the advantage, we have Erica and Xander on, on the outs, mm-hmm. right? If Erica breaks the thing, then you have Nasir on the outs. And, you know, Ricard no longer... Uh, Chantel is like number one no longer gets to play the game, so, um, there's that, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, it, it is a very real possibility that you do. I think it would be exciting. Just lose people. I think it would be neat. Yes, and <laughs> and another aspect is, we probably don't notice it now, but, uh, the winner gets a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah, finale episode, uh, lots of points to be had there. Winner, especially, so. Yeah. Still, Congrats, anybody's Flint, game, Empire. but... We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you know, if we are right now continuing to assume that Chantel wins, um, usually the winner gets a lot of points. And if they continue to hold a somewhat close margin, uh, that might be enough 
by the time we get to the finale, especially uh, if they have like Chantel, Tiffany, and Danny still around, and we have just Deshaun or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but looking at the totals right now, uh, we do have the friends we made along the way break into triple digits at 104. Let's go! It's about time. So congrats for making it up there. Uh, Flame Pog Empire is at 124. Sitting in the middle, but a little closer to uh, the friends we made along the way as Blockbuster Definition continues to pull ahead um, little by little, but still making strides. Uh, We have a graph over on the spreadsheet, and you can see that blue line continuing to rise up higher and higher. Yep. So big difference right now between 158 and 104. But if we just start plateauing and we stop earning points, uh, friends we made along the way could get closer. And Flame Park Empire is scary because of Chantel. Man, they drafted Chantel. <laughs> that's, just, that's, that's what makes them a really uh, competitive team. A big threat, yeah. Yes. So... The, the hard carry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. With that all being said then, uh, I think we are just about done here, huh? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, any trades? Any. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if we were going to make trades, like now would be a good time to do it before the dominoes start falling. But everyone... I feel like worth trading also has advantages in their pocket <laughs> that I want to be able I, to get the points for. I, uh, I, 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 I'm, I might be a little interested. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you think of, uh, Heather or Tiffany for Xander? Hmm. That I actually feel like, um, might be worth doing it really i guess just comes down to the sort of like long-term scenario um how much do you believe in my power over the universe well, here's the thing you know <laughs> to we, make we've talked tiffany this episode about go Yana to the end not necessarily wanting to take the idol from xander and maybe from nasir instead as someone a little more desirable um my mind's a little hazy on that it could be the other way around yeah. yeah, so Xander has uh, a bunch of points sitting around, but he's definitely kind of a threat near the bottom to get rid of. Um I I don't know. I, I'm I'd be okay with a Tiffany sort of trade, I think. I still think Tiffany is hanging around yeah. longer than I would like, specifically because I feel that way. Yeah. But we would if if we do make this trade, we would basically need to be hoping that uh tiffany goes to like the final tribal uh because if xander manages to play all of his advantages before they're taken away from him uh then that's a lot of points that tiffany wouldn't be able to catch up to so it's basically do we think tiffany is going to the final three or not and do you think Xander's going to get his, yeah, or his you, stuff yoinked? Because yeah. if Xander gets his stuff taken, then it's probably better to take Tiffany every time. If he doesn't, 
then it, it's a little closer in the margins. <laughs> this is the proper dilemma because Tiffany has the threat of going far, but Xander, while he doesn't have that, has the ability to use advantages. But we don't know if he can use them. If Chantel just uh, convinces Liana, like, hey, take Xander's or uh, we can't be friends no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I say we uh, flip a coin. Uh, um, I'm at that point. So I I I'm I'm consulting my teammate currently yeah. to see how he feels about this. But you guys continue in your decision making cool. process. So and I'll... The, the other thing, um, I don't. It doesn't technically matter here, but if you have, if you think ahead, it might. Um, assuming Erica. Thor hammers the <laughs> time travel. Um, Xander and Tiffany are safe. Uh, I see. I'm still not. I still don't know if it's next episode that they're safe or if it's the first individual immunity. Because I don't know if that's if that, that's what's happening that next what's episode happening. or if it, yeah. that's happening next episode. Okay. They're doing the first individual immunity um, challenge. Okay, so then next episode, as soon as she breaks it, Xander and Tiffany are both safe. Mm-hmm. My only like dilemma is how far does Xander go? Because I think Tiffany goes farther than Xander, personally. But if Xander's like a top seven boot versus a uh, boot next episode, well-ish. Like, I don't know. So I am looking, I'm trying to find... Okay, so... If Xander plays an idol and he does it successfully, that's six points. If he plays an extra vote, that's up to nine points. Uh, if Tiffany goes to the final three and is the the third place finisher uh, and doesn't do anything else that episode, that is 17 points. So you'd basically just need to be hoping that Tiffany goes to the end. Uh is that counting? Is that counting all of the episode no. points? Okay. So, I I think I'm happy with making the uh, Tiffany trade for Xander. I, I'm right. I'm okay with that. Uh, however, you know Xander is also more likely to win individual immunity challenges. That's true, but then it becomes a challenge threat, and he's gone like as soon as he loses. Yeah, and there seem to be plenty of capable people here that Xander wouldn't necessarily go on a run. That's true. Let's do it. We haven't had any trades. Yeah. I I think that I am going to back down after discussion with my teammate. Cool. Uh, <laughs> darn. uh he 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 definitely like left it open and said that it's not a bad idea, but he'd prefer to keep Tiffany and I was kind of on kind of on the same boat, but I don't know. Yeah, it's totally fair. I mean, and, you know, the conclusion we came to is that we would rather have Tiffany than Xander. Right. Um, But I think what's interesting about these two is that they really are just, you know, probably going to end up relatively close in points by the end of the game. It's just who will get more. And it's that sort of gamble. But if if you feel more comfortable uh, sitting, then that's fine. Notably, Xander is also the uh, number one point earner in the entire season so far. Yeah, and I, I, I feel if we would have made this trade like two weeks ago, it might have been worth it. 
not I, not saying that he did something super uh crazy <laughs> but realistically episodes, but realistically xander was the bottom mm-hmm. of the uh was it the yase tribe no yeah yeah yase Here's the bottom Tiffany wasn't, so I don't think that trade was gonna happen unless you added like points to it. But... Like two weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's how trades go a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, we we talk yeah. about it and then decide. Yeah, get, not to. <laughs> at least gives uh you know more dynamic discussion about some of the the characters beyond what's just in the TV show. Yeah, but. That just about wraps it up for us this week. Uh, if you want to go check out all the other episodes of this podcast, you can just go straight over to rngshow.com. You'll find everything over there on our anchor page. Uh, additionally, uh, we got the spreadsheet that you can take a look at. We got all of our points there, everything, the draft order. Uh, that's over at rngshow.com slash 41. Thank you to Mango for editing this episode and getting it all set up. Thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. And we will be back here next week to talk about whatever happens with this hourglass. Should be interesting. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. See ya. Later. Later.